Hi, this is Tafari. And this is Sija. Today, you're listening to our podcast on class conflicts in horror genre. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm good, I'm doing good. I'm excited to speak about these two very, very lovely films for this podcast. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, today we'll be talking about two very interesting films that uh, released in 2019, which is Parasite and Us. So both of them can be defined as horror films in a way which would help us navigate the horror genre. But I feel like they kind of talk about horror in very different ways and very different representations. So um, what do you think about the two films? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, both of these films, since they came out fairly recently, I mean, they both construct these really interesting narratives and Us, which is definitely a more of a of a horror film, postmodern horror film. Um, mm -hmm. it, it definitely navigates these ideas of horror very fluently. But Parasite, which is more, I guess, flexible, it, it seems to use or, or emulate some horror elements, I think, in many ways, as opposed to uh, functioning as a thriller or humor, as, as some people uh, describe it. But yeah, both of these films, more most importantly, they, they sort of demonstrate ideas about class conflict or uh, in many ways, mm -hmm. ideas of class warfare, uh, I think you can even call it. Yeah, I think um, Parasite is definitely like a hodgepodge kind of way because um, you got this like the dark comedy genre and also like thriller and horror. So it was like so well received, like even internationally. And it was such a huge thing in Asia, especially for Korean cinema, because it was like a milestone. Um, and like in the whole Pan-Asia area, since it has won like four Oscars and including the best pictures. Yeah. So um, yeah. I feel like there's a lot to talk about uh, in terms of the um, representations in both of the films. So I, I want to start from the point, the notion of space in both of the films, because I feel like space is a very important place, a very important role in representing the invis invisible horror or like the in, in imminent violence in both of the films. Yeah. So, um, yeah, what do you think? No, definitely. I mean, I think if, if we consider both of these films, uh, they, I think in similar ways, they present space on, on, on one side, on, on one hand through, you know, certain aesthetics of the camera movement and the actual architecture that they use in these films. But I think also more importantly in, um, uh, like how sort of characters navigate these spaces, uh, which we can speak on in, in, in a bit. Um, mm -hmm. But I think also uh, the ideas of boundaries, um, and, and this is directly connected to um, uh, Isabel, uh, Isabel Panejo's uh, essay on uh, postmodern horror, 
um, and the mm-hmm. many, many elements that sort of classify uh, contemporary horror films. And I think we can, you know, we can even touch on a lot of scenes between these two films. Um, like, for example, I'm specifically thinking of the idea of ascension and dissension uh, in, in both films. Like, what, what would you, how would you sort of describe between these two films ideas of ascending and descending? Yeah, exactly. That's a very good point. I feel like um, so both of the films have this notion of hierarchy of space, which represents the social hierarchy and the social conflicts. And so, for example, in Parasite, we got this scene where the characters, the Kim family, uh, they get out of the Park's family's house. And uh, when they, the, the Park family suddenly return from, returns from a picnic because of the rain, and the Kim family get out of the house and they were just keeping going downstairs uh, during their journey towards their own semi-basement house. So there were a lot of uh, like stairs and they were just keeping going downstairs. And with the camera movement, we can see they were just keeping going down and um, they cross a tunnel kind of thing. So, and eventually they returns their semi-basement. So this um, vertical movement of their physical space, I feel like it was a, a clear representation of the like huge gap between the two social classes and the social status of the two families. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, I'm even thinking of uh, two like very similar scenes between the two films and where uh, we have these main characters sort of going down the stairs and in Parasite, it's when uh, the, the Kim family first finds out about the downstairs bunker and the way that the mm-hmm. camera is moving with the character behind their back and it's slowly turning the corner and it's getting darker and darker. It's just a really intense scene and I'm also thinking of in Us when Adelaide's character is going downstairs to this underground tunnel and, and there's like this long scene of her going through these corridors and down this escalator and it gets mm-hmm. more and more intense. But most importantly, the the characteristics of both of these characters as they're going downstairs, it's very hostile. And as I said, you know, it, the way that they're presented is sort of that they're prepared for any form of violence or in many ways they themselves are uh, really hostile in, in terms of the way that they're navigating these spaces. In, in, in many ways, they don't know what to expect or they know what to expect, but they understand that their dissension is associated with facing some sort of disruption of, of their, I guess you can say normal lives in, in some ways. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think, uh, I think it, it's also helpful to think about performance too, between these two films. Um, so yeah, before we move on to the discussion of performance of the both of of the two films, I just want to briefly mention the transition that our Audrey um, character had gone through, because I feel like uh, when she was going down to the kind of the tethers community, the the, the underground tunnel, she um, had this transition 
from a victim to a villain. And I feel like that was a very good representation of like, when we think about the like the forms of violence and when we think about the relationship between resistance and violence, like a lot of time, like these victims, you have to like fight, you have to fight and you have to resist the violence using by using violence. So I feel like that transition is very interesting if we want to investigate the relationship of um, violence and resistance and how this transformation kind of relate to the very um, like ingrained ideas of capitalism in our contemporary society. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 And, and that also just correlates with um this idea and, and, and to both to a couple of ideas, one, and where we have this, as I mentioned before, disruption of, you know, normalcy. But I think, you know, it, it's very important to ask in this context of, of late capitalism, like what exactly is normal for these characters? Mm -hmm. um, you know, in us, their normalcy is them staying at this vacation home, um, mm -hmm. this middle-class family staying at this vacation home. Um, but in Parasite, we, you know, the duality of these two families, they both have different ideas of normalcy. So I think it's it's worth asking, uh, you know, for the Kim family, what is normal? What is a normal for them that's being disrupted as opposed to the Park family? Like, what is a normalcy for them? But more importantly, how does the interaction between these two families uh influence each other's ideas of, of being in a normal life, uh, normal life. But at the other hand, I think it's also just once this disruption comes, there's a, an abandonment of rationality. Um, and I think this is more specifically applied to us since it's more of a, um, uh, well, actually in many cases it applies to Parasite as well, specifically thinking of the Kim's family, Kim family, when they interact with um, the, the couple that's staying in the, the bunker, um, the sort of violence exactly. that ensues in that house. Um, but I think in us, it's it's a bit more profound because there is a clear disruption of normalcy and where this seemingly peaceful family all of a sudden turns, turns really violent and, you know, they're just killing mm -hmm. <laughs> these doppelgangers left and right. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that's that's a very important point to think about. <laughs> Um, and especially yeah. shifting into performance as well. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I feel like um, performance is like a such like complex notion in this context because it has it can have like different very um, interpretations. But um, from what I gather uh, from the two films, I feel like performance is more like an indication of this implicit or like this incoming violence in, in in that too like horror films especially in like home invasion films so for example I, I feel like in parasite they have to disguise themselves in a way like they have to disguise themselves as mm, like decent people to actually get employed in the parks family and to like make ends meet because before they get the job, they were like um, totally they can 
they can't earn enough money to support their family. And that notion of this infiltration and deceive and using this deceive to deceive way to get into the upper class household, I feel like that was definitely the performative behavior inside this film. Uh, and it plays a huge heart, a huge part of this film. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's also important to consider how these characters understand their own, I guess you can call it performance, um, mm -hmm. specifically in Parasite, because, um, uh, you know, it, it seems to be that on one hand, the Kim, under, Kim family understands that they are employing these deceptive tactics. They, they are conscious of what they're doing because in many ways they have to. But on the other hand, you have the Park family, which is appears to be uh, living in this illusion of success, um, as, as Sheila Kunkel describes it, and, and where, based off of their own merit of being uh, this superior in, in the superior class of being you know financially secure and having ideas of their future as opposed to the kim family and when where the patriarch you know in many moments of the the films basically says that you know he has no plan or it's it's best to have no plan than any plan at all um mm -hmm. and just specifically thinking of uh you know like what what are these ideas of understanding your own place in uh, society, but also just understanding where you are positioned in terms of your class. Um, and I think in us, um, performance is a bit interesting because since us is operating as a more of a horror film, I think you have this these monstification of, of the tethered where they're literally voiceless um, and you know, they, they literally have no souls so in many ways they really play off as these these villains that are really not human in, in certain ways uh and i think there's a lot of i guess you could say philosophical readings of, of the film but i think in many ways the ideas of the ways that they're performing it, it's sort of within the the, the narrative of the, of the film like it's not really their choice in in many ways um and, I, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts about how that sort of correlates with within between Parasite and uh, us. Well, uh, I kind of read uh, the performance in us differently because I feel like it would be interesting to consider their behavior as um, like compulsory because there's this scene where, you know, at, at the end of the film, there's this twist it kind of reveals that um, the main character was actually people from underground, the tethers, right? And so she was like, keep like performing like all these years, like, like a normal people. And that was very, de 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 um, that was very deceiving and in a way. And she had to do it. She had to like, um, con can um, conduct this all this um, performative behavior because she uh, wanted to replace this normal people, this normal people uh, from 
upper ground from a very middle class family and mm-hmm. you can also feel like this um performance is very like um unavailable in a way because um all these tethers they came upper ground they wanted to kill all these people from the normal world and just to replace them so it was it was like something was very necessary for them to perform themselves as a very normal people or as just actual up people from upper ground so you have to obey you have to obey these um social conventions if you want to replace them and if you want to form like a very society like just like the normal society and yeah and i i i feel like also there's a one specific scene in us which can be related to performance this idea of performance uh so it's a scene where this um another this white middle class family got invaded by another group of tethers and this um female character from the tether was trying to like uh doing some makeup was trying to do makeup and putting up like lipstick on his face on her face so that performative behavior i feel like it was an imitation of the normal people i think i just want to briefly speak on both of the endings of both films specifically thinking of pinejo's idea of the return to normalcy that sort of postmodern horror rejects yeah the two big twists in the end and for me I, i get the feeling that I don't know, it's a bit odd because obviously Parasite sort of plays with, I guess, with our emotions a little bit um, and where we have this image and where, what would it look like if uh, the son somehow accumulated all this money to buy this house and free his father? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the movie ends with this dark scene and where they're back in the basement and it's snowing outside. Um, and, and us where not only is there seem to be no return to normalcy and where the the tether are holding hands across the country but the fact mm-hmm. that there's a twist and where the main character is revealed to be you know in in many ways inherently villainous i guess you can say um mm-hmm. i think both of these films they're well okay i would say in us there is sort of a rejection of returning to normalcy like in the sense that there won't be any normal because it appears that everyone died in the film um but in parasite Mm -hmm. there is a return to normalcy i think because even though that all this violence happens in this house there's a new family that's living in the house and the kim family has returned to uh their own uh dwelling and despite the fact that their father is locked away in the bunker and that his sister has passed away it really shows in many ways on one hand the sort of dispensable qualities of people of the working class but also on the other hand um how uh despite these occurrences things are sort of functioning again because that's sort of just how capitalism operates and where people are dispensable and um you know things just sort of move on <laughs> I'm curious yeah, to hear your thoughts exactly. on that. 
Yeah, exactly. I'm happy that you brought up the notion of capitalism, like in this context, because I feel like it depends on how you define the normalcy. Because from what I gather, I feel like in Parasite, there's no return to that normalcy because you have this imagination. You have this scene where this, um, where the song from Kim family was going to earn a lot of money and to buy the house and, and to eventually save his father who was confined in the basement. But in the end, there's this twist it was just an imagination and you know you get this idea that's never gonna happen in real life they can never across this like um class boundary it was not gonna happen so i feel like uh, there's is no like a no solution for this kind of condition and it was because this um capitalism is so ingrained in our like contemporary society and the class struggle and the class conflict, the um, economic inequality. These are the boundaries that um, just so were represented in these two films. And you know, you can never cross the mm -hmm. actual boundaries behind, you know, all these representations. Yeah. So yeah, now I just want to move on very briefly to, um, to, this idea of class uh, conflict in cinema that is largely taking place outside of horror cinema, but I think it's very important to, to briefly touch on considering uh, the content of both of these films. And it's an article that really speaks on the notion of the affluent home, and it is specifically referencing Latin American cinema, but in the context of class conflict. And it makes the argument that um, it gives a couple of films in that in these films we have these images of this affluent home um and it makes the point that this this constructed space like through its social social markings it's it's an imaginary construction and it is provided with a sense of safety and comfort but those ideas are really arbitrary as it is sort of an illusion and really I think that connects to the ideas of the uh, how we sort of conceive the spaces in, in both of these films. And I think also it, the article makes the point that a lot of these class conflict films, they generally leave a bad taste in the mouth. And I'm quoting that it says mm -hmm. they show morally ruinous resolutions. And I think specifically thinking of how these films depict, you know, forms of resistance and violence. Um towards the, the the climax of the films, it's sort of, there's never going to be a return to normalcy. Um, but at the same time, it's prompting us to consider, you know, what exactly is normal under these contexts of oppress, oppression and uh, capitalistic oppression in many ways. Um, and I'm curious to hear your thoughts on that as well as how that connects to our discussion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I totally agree with your point and the article's argument. And yeah, just adding up to your point, I think the role of house or even like space and home really highlights the perception of horror in all these kind of movies, especially home invasion movie, because um, house and home should be considered as a place to keep people safe, right? To keep the family safe and to protect them from the potential violence. 
So when the house is invaded, the horror of this invasion is like even more amplified. So the violence becomes more perceptible for the audience. That's where you get this like mm, horror feeling from all these kind of movie, and that's where it reminds us of the social conflicts or like the oppression or like the invisible violence that was like very common in our contemporary society. Yeah, yeah, it's a great point. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I think we generally, you know, discussed a lot of important points regarding these couple, these two films. So, thank you so mm -hmm. much. Yeah, thanks for listening to today's podcast. Yeah, and maybe hopefully we'll see you again. Until next time. <laughs>